Hello and welcome to All Things Travel. This week, you're going to join Julie and I on our October Live as we talked about preparing for holiday travel. We're going to discuss anything from how to prepare for the trip, how to plan the best trip, to how to deal with the stress this holiday season when it comes to visiting your loved ones. Hope you enjoy. Hi, Julie. How are you doing? Good. How are you, Ryan? Good. So, hey, tonight we are going to record our episode and take questions from folks having to do with holiday travel. You know, the holidays, at least in the United States, are coming up here with the heavy hitters of Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and all the other religious holidays around that time as well. So there's a lot of traveling going on. There's a lot of activities. There's a lot of family stuff. And with that comes a lot of headache and consternation and trying to figure out what the heck to do. But before we talk about that, I've got a surprise, Julie. Oh, what's your surprise? Today, the day that we are recording this is actually a very special holiday. Do you know what it is? Yes. You it's do? Matt birthday and Epcot's birthday. Oh, so, that's yeah. not what I was going to say, but that works too. I was going to say okay. that it's International Podcasting Day. No, it is for real. Yes. So thank you for being a co-host with me on our podcast, All Things Travel. Isn't that so sweet? (laughs) As we talk about this, I want to hear, do you have uh, an anecdote or an experience with holiday travel that kind of pops up in your mind? I personally haven't traveled over the holidays, but I have planned a lot of clients trips traveling over the holidays. Okay. Is that what you're going for? What are you going for? Sure. I was just thinking if you had personal experiences, but it sounds like you don't. No, we haven't done it because we don't have to do it. A lot of people choose to travel over those holidays because it's the only time they can get off work or their kids are off school. And my schedule just doesn't run like that yet. So I haven't had. And good for you, because I will tell you that the, the first time that I traveled with an infant over the holidays, across the country, you know, it was nutso. And we said never, not never again, but next year people are coming to us. And luckily, kind of like you, my family has moved into a into a geographic location where we don't have to do heavy, crazy travel. Um, I'm thinking of Miriam's first Christmas. Um we actually lived in Vermont and our family lived in Michigan and Indiana. And so Miriam and my wife actually flew from Albany, New York home to Michigan. I was finishing up the semester. My, at the same time that they flew out, my dad flew in. And so then I finished up the semester and we packed up the Subaru fully packed full of everything you could possibly need kid wise holiday present wise and he and i drove we were going to do it over two days and we just kept moving and we actually drove from vermont up through canada into michigan down to lansing to elizabeth's parents house and stayed there and it was just it was hard and it was really a lot of logistics yep yeah, it was a lot of logistics. It was, and I don't remember then. I don't think all three. I think I drove. No, I think he even drove back with me 
and then I picked them up at the yeah it it was nuts it was it was just one of those things the amount of things that you had to take from Mary I'm not exactly sure the thought process of young adults there with the little kid but I would recommend it I realize you know what what road trips are necessary but the holidays make it a lot harder but let's talk about first why the holiday times and again I realize we're being very U.S. centric we're talking about Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's kind of hitting us. And, and there's tons of holidays going on around that time. And, and we're not unaware of that. We're just using those as kind of our examples here. Why should folks right, yeah, travel during? Okay. To, to any, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So why should folks travel during or on the holidays? What you, you had some ideas with this. Well, a couple of things that like why you the only time you can travel, right? And yeah. if that's the only one, if you're going to do like a big family reunion, which, uh, clients I have that have traveled over the holidays, that's the situation. They want to do a big family reunion. And that's the only time everyone can get off of work. Everyone right. can get off of school. And so they just kind of make it happen. They know that this is the time we have off. This is why we're going to do it. I think sometimes you get some different experiences or some different opportunities that you wouldn't other times. There may be some special options at the resort you're staying at or some special parties or you're going to a city that has a specific, you know, holiday activity. So I just think, you know, it's one of those things where people always kind of freak out about it. And it's like, if you're going to do it, commit to it, and then you're going to be fine. Yeah. And so you said like events, like, you know, people might travel over New Year's to some destination that's having a special New Year's event, like Park City. Yeah. A couple of years ago, Disney used to have the ultimate Disney Christmas package. Yes. Was, uh, you remember that? It was yeah. you, you would yeah. book it as a specific package and you got like gifts in your room. You yeah. got Christmas party tickets. You got socialized seating at the candlelight processional you got like something in every park so maybe you were traveling because that package appealed to you and the other thing that i think why you should travel over the holidays is you know kids have a lot of toys mm-hmm. do they really need to open up more toys at smith's take them somewhere and have that be their gap right right absolutely yeah because most kids yeah. will uh, most kids will understand the reasoning yeah. behind not getting physical presence. Well, kids are very little, right? Like my oldest is four and a half. Yes. She'll be five in December. And I asked her maybe like two months ago, I said, Elena, for your next birthday, do you think that you want toys or do you want to go somewhere and do something? Mm-hmm. She said, I want to go somewhere. And, and she doesn't really have like a huge concept of what that could mean. That she said that instead of toys. Now, right. does that mean that when the time comes, she would understand, like, oh, I'm not opening a present? Right. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. So, but like, I think that's to- that's a really good lesson growing up. And and the and the old uh, co-host Shane who talks about that learning resiliency, learning experiences, kind of taking a wider view of yeah. life would say yeah. that too. Understanding. Even as a younger kid, that travel yeah. can be a gift. That's yeah. a really cool thing. Yes. And so, like, her birthday is right in between Christmas and New Year's. Day is oh, that's birthday. rough. So it is hard to travel, but sometimes, like, the following weekend, we'll go up to Hershey and go to the Hershey Bears game and, and hang mm-hmm. out up there a little bit. But it, it's, it is hard for her to understand. Like, I couldn't say... Three weeks prior, I couldn't say, hey, this is your birthday present. 
it would have right. to be like right around the time. She's not right. quite right, but, but sure, she sure. was aware. Like, like to think that would be fun. So yeah, I think I think cool. that's a that's a good option to to have that be the gift, right? Is yeah, that's how you know instead of hosting, we're all going to celebrate. We're all going to go on a cruise together. We're all going to celebrate that it. way. So let's talk about some specific tips for actually how to travel. And my first tip is be flexible on your dates. Yeah. If you can be, and I realize not everybody can be, because like you just said, that's a time off of work. That's, but if you have the option to be flexible in your dates, do so. And even think about traveling on the actual holiday. I've traveled yes. on Christmas. I've traveled on Thanksgiving. And you know what? It's okay. And there are some advantages there because a lot of times traveling on a Thanksgiving by midday, the traffic is gone. The airport has filtered through because people are where they're supposed to be. And so be flexible with those dates. And you might actually surprise yourself. We did this with the kids last year with our family. Our cruise was leaving the day after Christmas. So cr That's Christmas right. was was our travel drive. day. And we 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 didn't originally mean to drive. That's the whole other part of the story. But the idea is over on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what we did? The day before Christmas Eve was just our Christmas. We did everything we normally would. It was just the day before. And we got up on Christmas Day and it was like, okay, we've done it. Like we have those Christmas memories, right? I had a big group of clients travel last year over Christmas. We went mm -hmm. to Disney World. Um, it was a multi-generational trip. So there was multiple families in there with little kids. And they each kind of made their their own decision, like, okay, like we are going to do Christmas December the 21st or, mm -hmm. you know, our family's doing it on the 22nd. And then they're all traveling on the 23rd to Disney. Um, the kids didn't know the difference. They still right. got the experience Christmas. Yep. Um, so, you know, just thinking, you know, the holidays are, are, are whatever you make it for your family. It's not a date. It's the memory. It's, it's the activity. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You just switch it to a different day. It doesn't yeah. matter. Or we're just saying, hey, this is what we're doing this year. And you know, maybe then your tradition is to travel every Thanksgiving week, something like that. I think right. that's a great option. You just have to be aware of what you're doing. What about, I, I said, uh, be flexible with your dates. What about flying? I've there. We've got a couple specific tips on flying. What, what's one of those, Julie? Book the earliest flight in the day that you can. Absolutely. If that flight is at 6 a.m., take it. I, I say that anyway, but why is that even yeah. more necessary during the holiday season? Just seeing what you're, if your flight can cancel, your flight delayed with that many people traveling, it is going to be so hard for you to reschedule if your flight is later in the day. Remember the fiasco last Christmas with Southwest? Isn't yes, I do. That's why I had to drive to Ford. <laughs> exactly. So, oh, yeah. Fortunately, you found out and you had mm -hmm. time to adjust and make plans. But if your flight is in the afternoon and a six o'clock flight is delayed in the the nine o'clock flight is delayed. You know, right. all you're definitely going to get delayed. I just book the earliest flight you can, and it might be rough, but you know, find a hotel near the airport, sleep there the night before, do what you have to do. Yep. So to go along with this, an, another is fly direct if you can. I yeah. realize not everybody can, but I, I'm all about decreasing variables when it comes yeah. to travel. And if I can mm -hmm. take a layover out or a stop. Even if it's even a little bit more expensive, I'm willing to do yeah. it, especially when you're dealing with this time of year coming up, 
where mm -hmm. there's more people, there's worse weather, fly direct if you can. Right. We are even driving to a different airport to be able to fly direct from one of the trips. Yeah. So even if you have the option to do that, that's still more worth it. Even if the travel time is longer, you're still not waiting on two flights. You have full control control over that first yep. leg of driving, right? Yep. Yeah, One thing in my experience with clients, another tip is this is not the time to go budget airline. It's really mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. We run into a lot of trouble around spring break, around the holidays with these budget airlines. And guess what? That's yeah. not a coincidence. What happens, Ryan, is they overbook. And then what happens? Right, exactly. Booked. And then... airline, but also those those budget websites, right? If you're booking yes. through like one of those webs, like the party hypes, the airline sees that and, and you're the one that's going to get bumped. And then the last tip for flights is... Knowing that flights can be pricey, you had an idea with how you can maximize some other things to help with that extra cost. I just like to see that your credit card points. You know, if you have a credit card, card points, miles, all that stuff. Yep. Save up your points and use those the best that you can. You know, if you know that next year, next Christmas, you will go somewhere, start putting everything you can on that card to get those points because you're going to be buying groceries for the next year anyways. But use it to help pay for your your flights, you know, whatever Absolutely. you can do. Happen. The other thing I like to do is is ask for travel cards as well as gifts for my kids. I think that's a good idea. And I, I tell a lot of my clients, if you're planning a big family trip, the kids are going to have birthdays between now and then. Give them Disney gift cards at their birthday and have them use it there for their trip. But you can do the same thing with a card. So we had two questions come in specifically about Disney dining. One mm -hmm. was having to do with, is there a traditional Thanksgiving dinner at Disney? And then the second had to do with, is it hard to get dining reservations on those holiday days? So yeah. and first and foremost, we're, yes. Me, but. So Thanksgiving meal, where would you go at Disney? So my client that asked me this question is planning on doing, there'll be a Thanksgiving or the Vian Disney next thing is a family trip. And they're all planning on doing Liberty Tree Tavern on Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So like, oh, perfect Thanksgiving food. But what you might not know is a lot of the restaurants are going to offer an additional they, they Thanksgiving style meal. All, all sorts of places are going to give you an option for it. And I think that's cool. The, problem the hard is, thing is nope. they don't uh, they don't tell you ahead of time. Yeah, they and tell so you like the week before. They do. I mean, uh, honestly, Julie, one of the best meals I've had on Disney property is the Thanksgiving dinner that I had at Sanaa. It was oh, that's phenomenal, phenomenal no, dinner. Was it, was it still like? Did it still have like a lot of the yes. spices? That's Yes, which is why I liked it. It was so, so good. Yeah. And, and yes, so so don't shy away from those other restaurants, knowing that a lot of them will have a Thanksgiving yeah, meal. Like, book whatever you want to book or yeah. wherever you can book. Yes. Um, kind of assume that you're going to be offered a Thanksgiving meal where yes. you go. Yes. A lot of places are going to offer that. That's nice. And so the second question is, is it hard to get reservations? Yes, because there's more people. 
At, but what I would mm-hmm. say is the way, and I'm working with a, with a couple families that are traveling over Thanksgiving this year, a, a couple ways that we're dealing with this is we're not having Thanksgiving dinner on Thanksgiving. And you know what? That's okay. You're wow. at Disney. It's already different anyway. Why not mm-hmm. do that Liberty Tree Tavern the day before or the day after well, when idea. everybody's trying to fight over that actual yeah. Thanksgiving? You don't want to be waiting like an extra yeah. hour just because it's an actual day, right? Yeah. I mean, and well, I would also say, you know, it it is difficult to get those reservations, but there's still only so many people that can go to the parks, right? Right. Yep. You're still hitting, there's still a cap. We still have our strategies. In fact, Ryan, you helped me last year, remember? I did. This was your uh, DC group, right? Because there was like 17 or 18 people. And yes. You, myself, and husband each up at 6 a.m. the day of their dining reservation. <laughs> with That's true. Of, That's what we do. We and it worked That's... out perfect for them, but they were very flexible. They had maybe three or four restaurants that they definitely wanted to do. And then they left it up to me yeah. because I'm the expert. I've been to all these restaurants. They let me pick and fill in the rest of the week. So being really flexible helped so yes. much. But we still, we got every single one of their yeah, reservations. We did. First step so, of them. And yeah, just have to know how to do it. So it can be difficult to work with a travel advisor and it can work out really well for you. Yep. All right, so let's move on here. Our second tip area is pack your patience and be on the road early because if you're driving, rest stops are going to be full. Gas stations are going to be full. Pack your patience with that. Know that's what you're going to encounter. Maybe pack extra snacks in the car so you don't yeah. have to stop quite as often. Or jellies. Yeah, yeah. Or just get up early. If you want to be on the road at 6 a.m., be on the road at 5 a.m., be ahead of those people. Yeah. Now, what I will say, one thing to keep in mind, if you're driving, again, we had to make that drive on Christmas Day. A lot of stuff was closed, and that was really hard to find places. You would you would pull off in an exit, and one gas station would be open, and no wow. restaurants were open. So we had to really wow. kind of be a little flexible, and that was all right. The same thing goes if you fly or if you're taking a train or something like that. Just know those stations, that airport, it's going to be longer lines. People are going to be stressed out. So pack your patience and be early. Right. Our next tip is, and this is not a shocker, is it? Our next tip is have travel protection. Again, you're dealing with delays. You're dealing with worse weather. You're dealing with a lot of people. Have Mm -hmm. that travel protection. It's going to come in handy. I promise you. I've had folks use it. I've had folks use it over the holidays. Things happen and you need protection. Have that travel protection. And a lot of people think that I had this conversation with a a client yesterday. A lot of people think, why would I get travel protection if I can cancel my trip up until the days before without penalty? I just always want to stress Travel protection is for more than just if you need to cancel. It's right. also for something happens during travel. So think of all those people, yourself included, who were affected by the Swiss airplane mm-hmm. debacle. Absolutely. All those yep. flights got canceled. Maybe they eventually arrived at their destination. Maybe they didn't. Maybe so they didn't. Yeah. If you have travel insurance, the airline was in charge of refunding or rectifying the the flight portion of it. But if you didn't show up to your resort, 
that's where your travel protection kicked in, right? If you yes. were three days, that's where your travel protection kicked in. If you got stranded somewhere and like you couldn't get home and you had to get a hotel for a couple extra nights, that's where your travel protection yep. kicked in. A lot of people don't think about those kind of things. They just, all they think about is, well, I won't need to cancel, so it's fine. Yep. Um, yep. Absolutely. There's a lot of things outside that, that can help with. And, and that was a huge issue last year during mm-hmm. all of it. No, you're absolutely and right. All the time, but that's a great example of it. So our next area is considering your gifts. So you're traveling with gifts. Maybe you're flying. What would you say are some tips for traveling with gifts? I would mail it all ahead of time if I could. I really didn't I, try to bring it with and, me. And, and I think this is becoming less and less of a, of a thing because people can yeah. ship directly to the house. If you're traveling with gifts, if you can, don't wrap them. Don't put them in something that you can't see what it is because if you're going through security or something like that. If you're traveling where you're trying to minimize how much stuff you're taking, this is the time for gift cards or this is a time for something else rather than a big gift. You mentioned mailing stuff, Julie. One of my hacks for the holiday and a tip is I talked about that Subaru being packed with all this stuff, right? If we did that now, what could we do? We could ship diapers. We could ship formula. We could ship all that stuff directly to my mother-in-law's house from the company. And it's all right there waiting for us. If you travel year after year to the same place, bring some stuff that you'll even use next year. If you know you're going to have an infant that's starting to use a high chair, but will still use one next year. Buy one, ship it there, and leave it. Or the same thing with even toiletries or stuff like that. You leave some of that stuff so that you can minimize your packing for next time. Yes, very much. And also be aware if you're going to a resort, know what they can provide. You know, a cruise can provide you with a diaper genie, a bottle warmer, formula, like provide yep. you with so much stuff. It's just a matter of a phone call. Yes. In advance, say, hey, what exactly do you have? And, and please re- put a request on my reservation. Yeah. So you, know, you may not need to bring as much as you think. Yeah. And, that. and that's a good point. I'm thinking more of family travel, you know, yeah. traveling to family and you're thinking of the resorts. Yeah. And, and you're absolutely right. It it never hurts to ask because you'll mm-hmm. be surprised what people are offering nowadays when it comes to to especially kids. Yeah. Yeah. They There's so much. That's typically available. And if the resort doesn't have, sometimes you can rent something. I, you know, if, if that's what you're comfortable with, a lot yeah. of times you can rent a stroller, you can rent mm-hmm. a car seat, things like that, that, that feel a little bit easier for you. Yeah. It, just to kind of wrap up here a little bit, you know, anything that helps you be more flexible, either in what you pack, how you travel, how you think about your vacation over the holidays is going to put you so much ahead of everybody else when it comes yeah. to stress, when it comes dealing with the headache of traveling over the holidays. That That's really the bottom line, right? Right. And another thing I want to mention is, you know, if you've ever thought about traveling over the holidays and mm-hmm. you've ever thought about upgrading your, your trip, your accommodation, anything like that, like the holidays are the time that's if you upgrade to a concierge class on a cruise, if you upgrade to a butler level at your resort, if you upgrade to club level at your resort, like this is the time to do it. Then make your vacation 
flow so much easier yes. because you're going to get perks, right? Yeah, You're going to get perks that are going to help you be one step ahead of the guest that is not in that level. And, and that can be super helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And we do want to point out as we at the end here, I mean, I realize that we're kind of talking about the upcoming holidays, but as you look at the year, Martin Luther King Day, some of those three-day school holidays, you've got some of the same considerations with travel, yes. with crowds. So, you know, think about that when you're planning a, a trip. Not that you can't travel during those times, but just know you've got some extra steps there. Yes, I have so many clients who say, oh, well, we have a three-day weekend in October because of, is that is that Indigenous People's Day? Mm -hmm. It is, yeah, yeah. In October. Yeah. Um, so we, we want to go then. And I'm like, great. Everyone also wants to go then. <laughs> right. We, you can go then, but you need to do X, Y, and Z, or we need to look at now because this. I was just booking a trip this weekend for a spring break, and some of the rooms were kind of going away as we were mm -hmm. looking for them. So, yes. You know, just all of our regular travel types of booking early and just really, really apply when you're, when you're traveling over the holidays. And, and that's what we're here for, right? We're here to help you right. make the right decision, guide you along, um, and, and make sure that you're able to navigate those crowds successfully. I got the impression my group that was there over Christmas, like, yes, it was crowded, but they had a, a fabulous time. They were also at a, a monorail resort in the club level. They had perks that made that trip right. flow much better for them. They could come and go from the parks so easily that it wasn't too much of a concern. Yeah, great. All right. Well, a lot of tips tonight, but there's the reason we did it now is there's still time as you're making your travel plans for the upcoming holidays to put some of these in there. So, hey, thanks for watching, folks. I know we didn't get as many questions and comments this time, but that's all right. We're going to be coming back the first Sunday of every month with a live yes. topic. And we want to ask for a little early holiday present from everybody. If you have a friend that's talking about travel, talking about a trip, share your favorite All Things Travel episode with them and say, hey, I've got an, a podcast that I think that you want to hear. And what better gift, Julie, to give on International <laughs> Podcast Day than your favorite <laughs> podcast to a friend? I do love that. I do love that. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thanks for uh, being part of the live tonight. And we will see you next week on All Things Travel. Our next and, tip. You know, kind of, no. Go. Okay. Yes, ma'am.